Hey everyone, this is Julian. Thanks so much for listening to 10,000 Layups. A quick note about this episode, uh, Timberwolves head coach Ryan Saunders was let go on Sunday evening. We recorded Sunday morning. Um, So while this episode will not discuss the coaching change at the Wolves, be assured we will address it eventually. Uh, You'll just have to wait for our honest opinions. And judging from Kyle's tweets, there will be some takes. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you soon. Hello, good friends, and welcome to another episode of the 10,000 Labs Podcast. I'm Kyle Ratkin, and I'm here with Julian Andrews. Julian, what's up? Uh, business as usual, Kyle. You know, business is good. Business is uh, as it usually is. Um, it's a little warmer outside. I went for a walk yesterday. You went outside. I've forgotten what the outside of my house looked yeah. like. So it was nice to be reminded. Um, so yeah, just you know, live in large as as I as I uh, usually do. Um, just kidding. Yeah. I don't. I don't do that. I live. Yeah, I live mediocrely large. Like, I don't. Yeah, I don't do very many many fun things. It's funny you said going outside because I went to go start my car the other day, and I was just like, wow, this is the first time I've been outside in three days. So, um, did it start? It started, yep. But it's one of those things where you, because you had your um, a few years ago, didn't you have your um, Cadillac converter stolen? Yeah, catalytic converter. Catalytic, that's what it's called. Okay, I'm yeah, out of my out of my old car. Yeah. So it's funny you say that because uh, there's been I'm I'm on next door because I'm in my 30s, so I have the next door app in my neighborhood, um, and there's been a lot of those uh, you know stealings lately. So my car, I couldn't tell because it hadn't been started in like 10 days. <laughs> I couldn't tell, I couldn't tell if somebody stole it or, um, it was or just it was my just car. Mad. He was just really mad at me. So that, that's what it was. Um, Julian, we have some fun stuff to talk about. Um, first off, I want to tell you this story. I don't know if you saw this Julian. So I went back home yesterday, um, to go pick up some of my old cards from my, my dad's spot. And he's like, hey, you have these old cards in your attic um, or in our attic. You should come pick them up. And I was like, okay, yeah, that sounds like a great Saturday night, actually, just me going through some of my older cards, which I thought, honestly, I thought that I had most of them, but apparently I didn't. So I went home and I'm going through boxes, right? And there's really nothing. I mean, there's a few cards that um, I took out just and I sleeved up that are probably worth a buck or two that I'll honestly probably just give away or something. Um, and then I come across a card in a booklet and it's just in a binder without a sleeve on it. And it is a tops update Mike Trout rookie card. Jeez. And it's in like super awesome condition. There's, there's a little right corner um, extension and I kind of, um, I just kind of got rid of that with my fingernail, um, which nice. I don't know if that's what you should do, but um, I did it. Um, it looks like it's going to PSA nine, at least maybe a PSA 10, um, for those unaware, a PSA 10 Mike Trout card is like $6,000. A PSA nine is like in the, I think probably like the three or $4,000 range. Um, isn't that nuts? So basically if you're listening to this and you've enjoyed our sports card content, which I think a lot of people have, because I'm getting a lot of messages on, on Twitter of people asking me, I had one guy ask me to go through his sports card collection for him and, um, we would donate some of it to charity and then we'd split some of it. And, um, I would love to do that for everybody. So, uh, you know, um, like I will take it. This. 
I'm going to do it. Yeah. I, I told him right, to awesome. sure do it. But like for people out there that are wondering, um, you know, do I have anything in my, my stash at my parents' house or in my attic? It's probably nothing. Um, yeah, maybe like I would say it, it might be probably nothing, but especially now that you're seeing this rise and if you're in your mid thirties, you probably have a bunch of cards from the mid nineties. Right now you're seeing a huge bust in that nineties market, like the Kobe's Tracy McGrady's Allen Iverson's, um, Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, like you're seeing such a huge boom. And if you haven't touched those cards in 20 years, they might be in good condition. So um, that's basically my plug for if you have old cards sitting around, now is the time to go see what you have. Um, and if you don't, like if you don't have any idea on what they're worth, um, you know, I, I can't answer every message because there's there actually have been quite a few of them. Um, nice. But yeah, that's been fun. Um, Julian. Yeah. Did you look into your crystal ball like three weeks ago? Uh, you know, I, I check it every night, typically. So, so, okay. So before we get into Wolves talk, we're, I, I want to talk more about um, like c- collecting a little bit. So, if you paid any attention, this has been a huge weekend for NBA Top Shot. Um, players are tweeting about it, and it's starting to get that that boost. It's it's basically like your favorite band growing up that was like an indie rock band it started to play on your local radio station. Um, and half of the fans are really mad because it's going mainstream, but the other half are super excited because um, it's beneficial for everybody involved probably. Uh, so that's what Top Shot's at. And if you have if you have an account and you have cards in it, you know that the pricing is absolutely bonkers right now and everything's mm-hmm. gone up. But uh, Julian is a genius because... Uh, I think it was a week or two ago, the the NBA Top Shot, it was kind of released that they were going to make some of their Series 2 common cards limited. They didn't say which cards, and they didn't say how many cards. So Julian texted and said, hey, we should try to, um, you know, just some advice. Let's try to buy a bunch of players that we think, or moments that we think they could limit, because those are going to be the valuable ones. So our process was basically let's grab the Giannis's, let's grab the LeBron's, let's grab the uh, Zion's, let's grab the um, Jaw, ja, um, Lillard, Jokic. Yeah, grab grab those big time guys. I'm trying to think if I missed anybody, but um, oh, Luca, I don't know if I said Luca, but um, grab those guys. Well, it turns out that probably for the last time among, among common cards, Top Shot decided to limit all of those cars to 15,000 which is absolutely huge. So if, if you're basically, if you're thinking about this and you're a sports card fan and you don't really know how to decipher or like, you don't know what any of this means. Basically what this means is think about if all of a sudden you bought a pack of um, like tops baseball cards, right? You know that if you just get a random card of um, Byron Buxton, that is worth like two cents. It's worth nothing because there are so many of them. But if all of a sudden I told you that there are only 15,000 of those cards going to be made and once they make them, they're done, right? It's basically the serial number on a card. But instead of just one card in the series that it's like this, it is every single card, which uh, is just absolutely bonkers. And it, it doesn't seem like that's ever going to happen again. Julian, do you feel, I mean, you got to feel good. You got to feel like you're on cloud nine. Yeah, I feel great. I mean, the thing is, is that, we've all made sales that we regret. Right. But, but yeah. you, know, you can only respond to the market in the moment where he, you exist, you know, like you can't, there's like a certain amount of speculating, but also like, I think both of us 
are doing this for fun. So we're not really getting into this like really deep speculation. It's just kind of like, I have a hunch this is going to happen. Let's follow it. And we happen to be right this time, which is awesome. Um, I will say, I, I think they're, what's really special about this right now is that is the 15,000 number because there will be every, every season will eventually be capped. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to make, you know, in, they're not going to make infinite numbers of these next kind of moments that are coming out, but they will make a lot more. If you read the post that Top Shop put up, um, I think it was yesterday or the day before, they said that, you know, their initial idea was that these base packs would always be available for kind of entry level card collectors who like liked the cards, wanted to not get in for like a ton of money and just wanted to kind of like have the moments of their favorite guys buy their favorite guys for like a couple bucks, you know, trade with other collectors, kind of like you would on those really cheap kind of just base set baseball or basketball cards. And I think that's a great idea because I think that that kind of interaction is what really makes card trading really fun. And I don't want top shot to become like, just like a speculative, like way to make money. Um, even though I'm really happy (laughs) that it looks like we're going to make a little money, but I think that, um, it's really smart that they did this and just capped all of these. You have all these kind of valuable cards, but they're also kind of mid-level valuable. They're still not like out of 200 or something. So they're still accessible, um, which is really important. And then they're going to kind of flood the market, I think with a bunch of new cards and we're going to see a lot of really new cool moments, um, and a lot of, moments that will end up being i don't want to put numbers on it but it would not be shocking to see some of these out of like a hundred thousand you know so so i i just i just i'm really excited to see this happening i think it's a really cool marketplace a cool community i think that the interface has grown by leaps and bounds um just in terms of the user experience of the website and transactions and pack buying and like all these things and it was kind of cool to watch the team start to iron these things out. Cause this is a really tough thing. Like if you think about the amount of volume increase they saw over the last couple of months, that is a lot for any kind of website marketplace, anything to handle. Um, so it, it's been really cool. I know they get a lot of hate on Twitter and on, and on discord about it, but I think that that team has done a really remarkable job. So I don't know. It's, it's been really cool to watch. Yeah. I'm glad you talked about the, um, the, the, um, pricing difference because right now i think if basically if, if you're you know basically the, the tweet is like oh you know if you don't get in top shot now you're doing it wrong or like whatever but for a lot of people i mean buying a card for yeah you can go buy demarcus cousins card for 25 dollars, right like that's and if, if you're a huge demarcus fan that's demarcus cousins fan that's great but it's like if you're trying to find a lebron james moment right now in there like you're gonna have to pay 800 dollars, and yeah Yes, like that's good because well, I have a lot of LeBron James cards or moments right now. Like that's <laughs> super great. But also, it it's going to be good for everybody if all of a sudden there's a LeBron James that's out of a hundred thousand. Yeah. Um, because it's going to help the market because you're going to have new people in the market that can afford it. Um, yeah, like some of those really high prices might end up coming down, but you're just going to have more people in the marketplace. And as long as Top Shot doesn't release a pack every week and they keep it to you know their steady variations of like okay here's this one here's this one um and they're not just like oversaturating the market they're like the prices are going to be fine and they're not going to tank 
Um, because I mean, we're not getting any more. Of, I mean, there's still they're still trickling out some of these limited edition cards that they've minted, so they've made them, but they have not yet released them. So there are still yeah. more of these to come out. But uh, I mean, there's no more of these coming. So you know, I, yeah, I totally agree with you. It's awesome that LeBron could do a cool dunk. They could make like a really huge edition common card, and we could have it because it's cool, you know. Yeah. And so I think that that's a really important part of market like if you think about like opening a pack sometimes you just get a card like a physical pack and you're just like this looks cool and you go on ebay and you're like oh it's worth 50 cents but it's like i yeah. like this you know and i think that that attachment is really important i agree yeah it's been fun um if you guys have any questions on it let us know but um or if like tell us your stories because uh I'm, i won't say his name but a, a guy that i know that uh went into top shot in like mid-january he said he put like four or five grand into it and his account is valued at like $390,000, which is insane to me. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, that's just crazy. like the opportunity that that was there. And I think a lot of people made fun of Top Top because they didn't really know what it was. And if you look at some of my sales early on, oh boy, I didn't know what it was either. Yeah, same, um, same. <laughs> but, I mean, and like, I still don't entirely, like I'm not, a, like we're, I don't think we're experts on it by any means, but um, just because you don't understand it doesn't mean you have to knock it because I think uh, there was plenty of money and there still is plenty of money to be made. Um, okay, let's shift to the Wolves. We don't have a lot to say on the Wolves. Um, I mean, the team is 7-23 and 23 right now. D'Angelo Russell is still out. Um, they've lost, what, seven of their last eight games, um, including just an absolute heartbreaker on Friday. Uh, they lose by five. Um, but I think Toronto went on an on an 11-0 run to end the game, and just like I, I mean, you, it, you put up 81 points in a in a game, you're not putting yourself in a position to succeed. Yeah, and I, I, I don't even know because like, is it coaching? I don't know. Is it? And like Ryan's the best guy out there, I think, but um, not necessarily. I don't know if he's the best guy out there for the job, but he's a great guy and you feel bad for him, but like, he's not doing himself any favors. Like the players don't seem to be them doing themselves any favors. It's like games like that. And you just keep losing them. And it's just so wolsey and it's exhausting. And it is, I don't know. Um, it's frustrating. Um, the best part about that game was Anthony Edwards, maybe having the best dunk I've ever watched live in a game in my life. That was crazy, dude. He is awesome. I'm so glad that we have him. I know like there's all kinds of debate, Anthony Edwards, Lamella ball, like who's going to be better. Who's better. Whatever. I don't care. I'm really happy to have Anthony Edwards on the team. I think that both of those guys are going to be great. I think uh, both probably ended up where they should end up like where it would have been best for them. And I just, I feel like Anthony Edwards, I know he said something to this effect maybe last week, but he, I feel like he's holding this team together. And as an as a nineteen year old, his attitude, his approach, his confidence, his personality, the way he engages with the media, he is just exactly what we need right now. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm a million percent with you, and I think um, I don't know how to quite say this, but like D'Angelo Russell, like has his moments with the media, but on the court, he has those moments where like it doesn't necessarily seem like he's trying. Um, Carl Anthony Towns, it's it's not fair this year because of how much he's he's gone through. But I mean, he's always been a pretty polarizing player on the court with his attitude and and 
kind of how he mm-hmm. plays. Um, and yeah, watching Anthony Edwards play with just like always smiling. And it, like, it reminds me a lot of Zach Levine when he was a rookie. And uh, while I love Zach Levine and he's uh, hopefully going to be an all-star, um, Edwards is like 300 times better than Zach was as a rookie. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that like y- you kind of see the potential there. And when I brought this up a few weeks ago, I didn't mean it to be a debate as in me trying to, I'm not, I'm not trying to say anything negative about Carl. When I, when I said that I think Edwards might have a higher ceiling than Carl, like that's a good thing because oh, if, yeah. if, if we think, and I think we both agree, Carl's probably a top 10 or top 15 talent in the league. I don't know if he's For a sure. top 15 player, but um, I think those things are two different things. But um, if you, all of a sudden you say, if Anthony Edwards could eventually be a top, 15 or top 12 player in the league. Yeah, it's early. I get it. But what we've seen from him so far and the fact that he's not even 20 years old right now, I mean, this, yeah, it, it's been fun to watch and maybe we're just in our bubble. Like maybe that's what it is. I don't too, think but- so, man. If you look at him and kind of just, I mean, obvi- he has to develop consistency. I mean, like that is what will define whether or not he becomes a really exciting, like kind of off the bench guy, or if he becomes a star. Because if he can be his best self all the time, watch out. I mean, but if you look at him compared to some of the other guys in his age group right now in the NBA, I don't see any reason why in five years he couldn't be a top 20 player. Yeah. I, you know, I, I know that there's work to be done, as there is with every rookie. Um, but I, I'm, I'm really high on him right now. And that feels good. Like, Wolves fans, like, don't, don't worry about feeling good about this you know like don't don't try to find the downside just enjoy the fact that you have a really really exciting fun rookie who loves to play basketball and throws down dunks like he did the other night like that is a wonderful thing for a team so i i'm not really in the mood to hunt for a downside to be perfectly honest i'm with you i think like this is legit and you know me um i will call out i'll call out if i think it's a it's yeah. a fake excitement for a player. Like we all got so damn excited about Jarrett Vanderbilt and his hustle. And yeah, he hustles and that's great, but he probably shouldn't be playing rotational minutes for an NBA team. Um, the Anthony Edwards could be a star train. Get on it because it's a very real train and it's coming to a city near you. Namely so. Minneapolis and St. Paul. Yeah. Mostly and, just and, those. And St. Cloud. St. Yeah, Cloud. Cloud. Mankato maybe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, up, up. I mean, Julian, we only have four, six games before uh, we get the second half of the schedule released. Yeah. Um, and the Wolves are on the road for four of those games. And, um, you know, we're obviously way past the what can the Wolves do to make the playoffs? Um, they can't. Because that ain't happening. Um, right now, the Wolves have the worst record in the league uh, and the worst, the, the top odds to get the number one pick along with Detroit and Cleveland. Um, I mean, but, and the thing is, even if they get a top three pick or even, sorry, even if they stay in that top three, which I think is pretty likely, um, we've been over this before. There's a 60% chance they yeah, lose right. their pick to Golden State, which would be just an uh, absolute bummer. Um, but we will cross that bridge when we get to it. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's go through headlines quick and then we will, uh, we'll get out of here quick today. Um, okay. Uh, LeBron. Quote, it's on me to pick Lakers up when AD's out. Because I, I don't know if you know this, a lot of people thought maybe it was John Jared Dudley 
to pick the Lakers up when AD. Oh, yeah. LeBron's sure. like, no, 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 it's me. It's it's not Jared Dudley. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fair. Hey, how is LeBron doing this? I don't know, man. And also, the Lakers are twenty-two and nine. Oh, that's nuts. Like they don't they don't need to be picked up. I, I mean, the Lakers. I mean, I don't know. I get it. LeBron's a competitor. You want to win every game. But I think as long as the Lakers finish in the top four and have home court, they're fine. Yeah. You know, I'm, if I'm the Lakers, I'm not splitting hairs about. You know, you won the championship. Like, you, you don't have to, like, I don't know. I'm not splitting hairs about whether you finish with the two seed or the four seed. No, honestly. and if we know anything about LeBron, I think a few of those Cavs teams he was on ended up actually, like, I could be totally wrong, but I think at least one finished as, like, the four seed. And then it's one of those things where we always argue, can a team turn it on or turn it off in the playoffs? And what we've learned about most teams is the answer is no. But we've learned about LeBron's teams is the answer is always yes. Uh, LeBron can kind of do whatever he wants. Um, okay. Uh, did you watch Draymond Green's ejection the other night? No, I heard about it on Twitter, but I, I didn't really get it. I was, I was honestly, last night I was paying attention to Top Shot, not... Yeah, I was, I was too. For which <laughs> what what um, happened? I've been getting yelled at lately because I'm just on my phone looking at Top Shot. Yeah, that's happened yeah. to me as well. We're not in a great place. Um, yeah, I saw it, the, and it was at the end of the Hornets game. Um, it looked like, I think he called, they called it a jump ball. I would have to read more about it, to be honest. That's okay. I can look it up. Yeah. Um, he did get ejected, and he started, like, kind of screaming oh, nice. um, afterwards about... I love Draymond. The call. <laughs> yeah, that's thick. That's what you get with Draymond. Um, yeah. That's what he brings. Um, okay. Dennis Schroeder is in a seven-day quarantine, but he is tested negative. Okay, that's great. Um, God, that's so good for the Lakers that he they have him. Like, what an upgrade from Rajon Rondo. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I love Rajon Rondo, but it's definitely an upgrade. Um, okay. Uh, let's go over. Um, if I can find, I had Speaking it up of Rondo. Why are the Hawks still so shitty? Uh, I, I mean, I don't really know. I don't know if Rajon Rondo has anything to do with that. Um, well, here's he on the Hawks. Yeah, he is, but I'm saying like, okay, I cool. I was I like, am think, I crazy? Yeah, I no. don't think he plays really that much. No, but it's, it's, they've got, if you're the Hawks, you've got to be pretty nervous right now because this is supposed to be like, you kind of went all in on your well, signings that, and stuff this season. And, but that, dude, that's, that's what we always talk about. And they're going to have to pay Trey. That, well, and that's the thing. And like, then, then you have Kevin Herter that's going to have to get paid. And like, they're probably going to get rid of John Collins, which is certainly not going to make them better. Um, yeah. And it's like, I don't know. Read some articles. It doesn't seem like anybody likes to play with or against Trey Young. Um, yeah. So I don't like, I'm not saying that. <laughs> they would just rather not be on the court with him. Like, and that, <laughs> either way, John Collins, <laughs> that seems like the thing is that him and Trey Young just don't really get along and I get it. They'd, they'd rather not pay him. Um, I agree, but that's the thing with these young teams that we all think, you know, you see the warrior. Or, yeah. I guess the warriors um, before they Pelicans. got Katie, but you see the warriors um, and you see the, well, the, the Pelicans are trying to do it, but the, the Warriors and the Thunder are the, the blueprints. Oh, of, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, and like the Timberwolves were trying to do that with when they had Wiggins, Levine, and Carl. But the thing is, if it doesn't work out, you're going to find out in a hurry because you're going to have to pay all these guys, and then you just get right. stuck into just a uh, like a dryer machine of a dumpster fire. I mean, so who are the teams that have like the young guys, right? Like it's like that are trying to do that. Like it's the Hawks, it's the Hornets, it's the Cavs. The Pelicans, um, the Cavs. I'm actually still very optimistic on. I know they're bad this year, but well, the, they're in a little bit of a different spot. Yeah, like the Nuggets have successfully done it. I yep. think, um, like they're probably a good example. Um, 
The Hornets are pretty good this year. Like Boston has, has, has kind of done that. Um, but yeah, teams that I think are trying to do it, it's like, I mean, you, you have teams in the middle too, where like the Knicks, right? Where like they have some yep. young talent, yep. but they're also trying to mesh. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's just the Bulls kind of tried, and I, I think they might be headed towards tried and failed. Yeah, and that that's tough because I do it. I I said some not nice things about Kobe White once. You have I re- said that, yeah. I regret those because I watched him the other night, and I do think he's really good. Um, him and Zach Levine are are good, but I think the rest of that team stinks. Well, and there, Heck, there was, what, what happened to Wendell Carter some, Jr.? I don't know. I was I thought he was going to be well. Hey, I will say this, Julian. Um, my wild prediction from the twenty uh, that that draft class of 20, yeah, yeah. 2017 was that Wendell Carter Jr. would be better than Marvin Bagley. Well, You're right about that. It turns out they both kind of stink, but Wendell Carter Jr. is better. You're right about that. I'm not sure if you're right about that in the way you expected to be no, right about no, that. Not at all. But hey, we'll take it. Not one bit. Um, yeah, that's that's all I have today, Julian. Um, this is pretty quick. Um, I can't confirm our guests for this week. You can't? I can. Do you want to hear it? Sure. Who's our guest for this week, Kyle? John Krasinski from The Athletic. Hey, nice. And you, might say, you might say to yourself, hey, I get it. John covers the Wolves, and this Wolves team is tough. I don't want to hear more about the current Wolves team. I hear Too you. Bad. We're not going to talk about the current Wolves team. We're going to talk about uh, – we're going to revisit the Jimmy Butler trade, um, all the moving parts into that. Uh, you know, We're going to talk about draft night when the trade actually happened um, to – you know, the season with Jimmy and the ups and downs and his relationship with Tibbs. And then ultimately what was the breaking point? And then we're going to talk about what the wolves kind of where they're at and where they could have been. Yep. Yeah. And, and what they've done since. So, um, and then we'll also probably talk a little bit about the current wolves. You will probably also talk about the current just because we probably- can't help ourselves, but, but we're going to focus on, on that trade. Uh, so yeah, if, if, if wolf fans, if you're feeling, uh, you know, pessimistic about, talking about uh, the current season. We'll hit you with some nice optimism talking about uh, Tibbs and Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was exactly gonna say. the right. Exactly. <laughs> the medicine. I was wondering where you're going. Else there. Yeah. Needed. <laughs> um, one more thing to note, Kyle, uh, tomorrow the Blazers play the Suns. Mm-hmm. My house will be divided. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And if it, and if things stand, they're going to play each other in the playoffs. So Bridget and I are going to watch that together. And I, hope to still, I, I still, I still, uh, yeah, I hope to still be in a relationship on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Well, um, yeah, if not, we do have a couch. Um, Thank you. I asked that you get a COVID test before, but of course. Um, yeah. yeah, that's, that's kind of it. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel for you. Well, we, we had a discussion the other day where um, they're, you know, they're talking about the greatest quarterback of all time. And obviously if you know, Jenna, you know, she's a huge Peyton Manning fan. Manning time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And she asked me, I think, like pretty much point blank, if I thought Tom Brady was the greatest quarterback to ever play. Uh oh. And I was, you know, I said, well, it's kind of, it's hard to disagree, you know. And um, yeah, that for for a good twenty minutes, I was, I can't believe you would say that. It's like, okay, I didn't say anything bad about your family member. Like, well, what did she name her cats? Well, that's true, Peyton and Eli. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, after the Manning brothers. So yeah, <laughs> if, you, if you didn't think we were crazy before, well. Here you are. Um, okay, sweet. Oh, Julian, um, I didn't even ask you this in the pre-notes, yeah. but do you have a restaurant that you want to pitch? Oh, slap. I didn't even think about that. I didn't either, but we I mean we can just go on the run. Uh, do you have one? 
Um, I don't. Well, well, it's funny because the, the restaurants that we've already pitched. Um, so Centro, which we picked pitched right yep. away. Yep. We're getting that tomorrow. Heck um, yeah. Stray Dog, which I think that I've pitched already too. We got that uh, yesterday. Nice. Um, so good times, good times. Um, I hmm. got Pizza Luce yesterday. It was really good. Pizza Luce is um, good. Yeah. I, you know, I'm going to shout them out. I, I'm not, you know, I feel like they're doing pretty good. Oh. They have a lot of name recognition, but they're, they're really good. I'll get one for you. Um, Momo Sushi in Northeast oh, nice. Minneapolis. Um, really, really good sushi, really affordable. And once things open back up and it, even if it gets warmer out, um, we went there during the summer a lot. Um, they have their little patio. You can't really eat on their patio. Well, you can, I guess, but it's, they don't have like a, a waiter or waitress. It's just, mm-hmm. um, like your to, to go food and you can sit, but you can drink on the patio. Mm. And, um, if you drink wine, let me tell you, Julian, they have some pretty nice wine pours. Nice. So, and if well, you don't, Kyle, I think I know what we'll be doing this summer. Yeah, it's it's a great place. Uh, go check them out. And tell them the layup line sent you, or the uh, ten thousand layups. I'm oh sorry. my goodness! Wow. What a slip. Wow, that is. Uh, we might get sued. Um, from the past, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> if anyone right, well, gets to minute thirty of this podcast, they could maybe sue us. They can sue us. Um, okay, well, Julian, um, good to good to talk to you. Uh, if you need somewhere to stay on Tuesday, let me know. Thanks um, to everybody else. Uh, Stay safe. Thanks for listening and uh, go NBA Top Shot. Right.